0: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Humans of SDU. This week's guest is Victor, who is an alumni from SDU. Victor moved to Denmark from France and also has his own food blog. And this week's hosts are Navina and Franca. Enjoy.
1: Well, hello, Victor. Welcome. Uh, so we hear you have a food blog here in Denmark. But could you tell us first a bit about how you actually came to live in Denmark?
2: Yeah, Sure. So, I came to Denmark for uh, my master's studies. So, once after finishing my bachelor in France, I wanted to leave France. Uh, I didn't really know where I was going to go, uh, so I applied to a few masters here and there, and I got accepted to SEU, and I started my master in marketing. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I did it in a year, so Ooh, that was a why? bit of a challenge, <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, it went fine, and after only, only after a year after graduating from my bachelor, mm. I was already with a master and I didn't yeah. really know what to do, you know. Um, so then Corona hit and I was like, what's, what's next? What now? Uh, what yes. now exactly? So I wanted to leave to another country, uh, possibly Australia. But mm. With Corona, the borders closed. Mm. And then I was either staying here or going back to France. And I left France for (laughs) a reason. (laughs) So I stayed here. And while being unemployed, I wanted to... Do a little passion project, and that's how I started my food blog.
1: And have you always been passionate about food, or?
2: Yes, absolutely. So I've been cooking ever since I was uh, seven, eight, because my mom didn't really know how to cook, and my dad was traveling a lot. Mm. So I understood at a very young age that I needed to like teach myself how to cook. Uh, and so I started cooking for a family when I was like super young.
1: That's really interesting. Um.
2: Mm -hmm. And then I was always complicating the idea of writing a recipe book, mm. um, but I never either had the resources or the time. Yep. Either I had yeah. the time, but not the resources, or the resources, but not yeah. The time. Um, so when I was finally free from <laughs> any, you yeah. know, anything, I s- wanted to do this recipe book, but then I realized that. Maybe a recipe book was not the right tool for me. Mm-hmm. You know, now we live in a digital world. Yeah, yeah. Also, I learned a lot of things in my studies because I studied marketing. Mm. Um, so I knew how to understand social media as like a business tool more than yeah, like a yeah. personal tool. Mm. Uh, so then I was like, well, let's post those recipes online instead of on a, you know, recipe book. And that's what I did. So, yeah, I launched it last summer. So it was summer of 2020.
1: Okay, yeah. nice.
0: Sounds good.
1: And actually, I want to go back to you as a kid.
2: Yeah.
1: How did you actually learn how to cook? Like, it was self taught, I presume, but yeah. did you use like.
2: Well, there was, uh, yeah, there was one section of self taught where I messed up a lot <laughs> of recipes. <laughs> yeah. And you actually learn more from your mistakes than definitely, from the dishes that definitely. you make well. So uh, that was one part. And then um, YouTube. Like, it's crazy. You can learn anything on internet. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much on YouTube. Uh, so I was really into baking, you know, those super colorful cakes when I was a kid. That Now I'm like, oh, like all this <laughs> food coloring, like those blue cakes. Yeah. Awesome. But um, there were so many famous YouTubers that were doing that, like, I don't know, eight years ago. Yeah. I remember one was Rosanna Pancino, She's still super famous on YouTube. Mm. And... Uh, she taught me so many things and yeah it's so youtube self-taught and some recipe books
1: so, yeah and have you yeah. ever thought about becoming a youtuber full-time
2: um youtuber no i think it's a bit of a uh, an attainable dream you know mm. becoming a youtuber because mm. like we only see the famous youtubers on youtube but you never see about 95 percent of those who True. spend so much time and just Fail so like yeah becoming a youtuber or an instagram or an influencer in general is not a motive for me mm-hmm. i try yeah. just to focus on doing things that i like yeah and i see where it gets me um i'm not aiming to achieve any of those you know dreams Actually. if i get there i get there yeah, yeah. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but i'm not aiming for that i'm just mm-hmm. living in the present doing what i want for now and yeah
0: um yeah. so um you have been cooking for many many years a year mm-hmm. Are there any, like, is there any kind of, like, food that you specifically like doing? Like, maybe desserts or savory food or maybe yeah. some fancy kind of food?
2: Well, I just like cooking and baking. And I love the freedom that you have in cooking because, you know, if you want to put a little bit, a little bit more of this and a little bit less of, less of that, you can when you're cooking. But then in baking, there's also, like, this science and you need to be really rigorous about what you're doing. And uh, that's something that I really like, actually. So I tried, like, there's a few recipes that, like, I had to adjust them, like, to the gram to have, like, the perfect recipe. And there's a whole science behind it that I really like. So baking, I think, is my strength suit. Mm. But, I mean, I love cooking, I love baking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Eating, too. That's also the most (laughs) important. That's a part of it. Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) The most important part of it. (laughs) So, yeah. Both.
1: Nice. And in your recipe book, is it uh, all your recipes or something? Yeah. A mixture of stuff? or.
2: So there's there's a whole um, copywriting thing on uh, and crediting the creators on the social mm. media that I try to pay really attention to it. So whenever I'm redoing a recipe from someone, I credit it. Yeah. But most of the time, 98% of the time, mm. it's all recipes that I do. So... I either take one recipe and then I adjust it. You know, like when baking, like all the recipes for baking are also sweet. And like yeah. I cut down the sugar <laughs> yeah. almost in every recipe. I, I love to put alcohol in my desserts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It evaporates. <laughs> it yeah. evaporates. Um, so I tailor all those recipes to my tasting and then uh, they become original recipes. Or then they're just original recipes. Mm. When it comes to cooking, most of them are original baking i tweak them here and there uh but yeah most of them are mine
1: and how do you actually come up with recipes Because that, that that's always fascinating to me when i'm trying to figure yeah. out what to cook for lunch i'm just like oh my god what am i gonna mm. make now so i just look it up online but for you it's not the same i assume
2: it's not the same i've always cooked with what i had in my fridge mm. you know i feel like there's two teams of people one team that are like I want to do this recipe. I have my list of ingredients. I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Mm. I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So usually I go to the grocery store, buy my you know pantry staples, and then I open my fridge and I'm like, what, what now? So then I cook. I have inspiration from what I have in my pantry in my fridge. Uh, Then there's some foods that you know you see on on social media Mm. that you know. The latest trend was like the TikTok feta pasta. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah. I had to try it. So like, of course, Definitely. I had to try it. Uh, so social media is also an inspiration, and then I love also you know experiencing culture in general. Mm-hmm. I and that's also one of the reasons why I left France. It was to experience a new culture, and. I think that there's no better way to experience culture than through food. Definitely. So if there's a country or culture that I like, then I'm gonna do some research and you know figure out what kind of food they have. Mm. I like to do on my food blog um, here and there. I like to do like a week focused on one country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, this week I was working on the Spain, okay. the, Spain the Spanish week. Yeah. So. I was looking up at some cool recipes and not later than yesterday I did like a gas batch of recipe. Okay, yeah. That I probably would have not done if I wasn't interested in, yeah. in Spanish culture. Yeah. yeah. So and what
1: countries have you sort of travelled to through food?
2: Uh traveled to through food. So Australia. I mean I've traveled mm. there in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I love the food. And uh yeah, so I definitely experienced this culture through food and I loved it. I'm French, but like I can't not talk about French, you know, food yeah, because it's course. part of our culture and I love yeah. French food, mm-hmm. so of it's, course. Um, even Danish, you know. I feel like Danish food has so much criticism, but it does. <laughs> it it's does.
1: always um, talked about being like tasteless and like just fatty, bland.
2: Be- like, you beige, know, beige. beige. Yeah. like beige. Like if you have to attribute <laughs> yeah. color to it, <laughs> yeah. it would be yeah. beige, like very bland, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like
1: okay at least for in my opinion some in some things it is but in some ways it's so so good but. so good mm.
2: they know how to cook with with herbs for example and like herbs mm-hmm. are delicious there's yeah. the dill here is amazing and yeah. it's no danish food is is amazing and i stand by what i'm saying
0: <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> food in denmark then like your favorite dish
2: my favorite oh, it would have to be eliskue have you ever had eliskue oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I tried those little pancake balls, yeah. <laughs> I was mm. obsessed with it. And it's a shame that it's only for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. it
1: is. I um, eat them almost all year round. Yeah, I have mm. some in my fridge right now. <laughs> I, I stocked up for Christmas, <laughs> but for bags. That was smart. <laughs> <know>. That's smart. <laughs> but um, even those, like, store-bought ones, they're so mm, good. Mm. And I tried, I have f- no idea where I was, but I tried them, you know, homemade. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah.
2: Well, I had I had to buy the pan at home, so yeah. now I can make them anytime. Oh. I'll have to yeah. invite you for it, Blasko. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's those countries I really want to go to, never been to. But then, as you said, I experience the culture through mm. food, and that would have to be like Japan or India or all plenty of those Asian countries mm. that I think are so rich in culture and food. And yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: So I assume Asian is your favorite cuisine.
2: Um. I can't pick a favorite. Okay, no, well, I can't. Fair pick. enough. Yeah, Your that's, food blogger would enough. be. <laughs> I, I can't. I feel like there's a lot of uh, food that is so underrated and like for example, we, we don't talk too much about like African food, but mm-hmm. there's so much food to offer in Africa and we talk a lot a lot about European food and Asian food, but then there's also this amazing food also in, you know, South America. Like it's so I can't I can't pick. It's impossible. That's that's yeah. fair
0: enough. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair enough. Very <laughs> much fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So, you have lived in Denmark or in Odense to be more specific for a year. A, uh, two a, years, oh, two now, years yeah. almost, yeah. yeah. So, are there any places in Odense or in Denmark in general that you might want to recommend to our listeners? Yeah. Like restaurants, yeah. cafes?
2: So, in the city center, there's a few, you know, safe spot, you know that if you go there you're going to have a good moment. And that would be, and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher all the names, but (laughs) uh, Cuckoo's Nest or Marcello's. Those are like those traditional, you know, Danish bistro type of places. And you know you go there and you're gonna have like this little hugo moment you know mm. the service is amazing the yeah. the places you know there's especially in winter they put this little candle candles yes it, it makes a difference you know? and blankets yeah. outside i can yeah.
1: recommend cuckoo's nest i worked there yeah. for a month and the food is amazing <laughs> wow. yeah i was not a talented bartender so i, yeah. I quit i was like oh, sorry <laughs> not for me right <laughs>
2: um but yeah uh, those places are nice then there's so many places that i wanted to go to but then the lockdown happened but uh, now yeah. it's reopening and i'll go there
1: fingers like, crossed yes fingers
2: crossed like i've never been to froggies i feel like I should go to froggies oh place. yeah i've heard a lot about yeah, froggies. a lot of good about froggies and then there's also those little restaurants that are so underrated i think that my favorite in unce would be dan thai which is a super super small thai place mm owned by uh, a couple and they're super sweet and there's like i don't know three tables there <laughs> <That> <laughs> i yeah. love that yeah i love that yeah it's so and when you go there it's so intimate they're so nice and the food there is is absolutely amazing it seems really? like mm. the food
1: is like specifically made for you when there's not a lot of tables and th- they only mm. cook for you so it's absolutely.
2: like mm. with only fresh ingredients probably the best green curry that i had uh, yeah mm. uh, in my life so yeah those places and then like I don't think it's worth mentioning even Stompacous because like yeah, I mean, we, yeah, all, we all know it yeah. and what's great about this place is that you know you want to hang out with some friends but you know deciding where to go can be a bit tricky yeah. we all mm. have different diets you know I'm vegetarian so like I can be a bit picky on like where yeah. we're gonna eat yeah. uh, so Arcade or Stompacous is a, is a good place to, to mm. meet up and then all I think I've never been to a bad cafe like coffee shop in Denmark mm. And maybe it's because I'm French and my standards for coffee are very low. <laughs> in France, you when you go to a cafe, you don't pay for the coffee. You pay for, you know, the seating. Have you ever been to France? Or? Yeah, but... Yeah. I
1: haven't. I have, but it's in, in so small in the, cities.
2: The cafes are like, whenever you go there, there's a table and the two chairs are facing the street. Yeah. So they, mm-hmm. they never face the cafe. Mm-hmm. Because essentially, you're not paying for a cafe when you go there. You pay for having the view Mm -hmm. of the street and people watching, I guess. Uh, The surface will be terrible and the coffee will be terrible, (laughs) so you're not paying for that. Uh, You're paying to soak in the sun. So, yeah, my standards for coffee are very low. So whenever I go to a coffee place and I actually drink a good coffee, I'm always like, ooh. I I did pay, you know, 50 (laughs) kronos for coffee. So, yes, it should be Mm -hmm. good. Um, So, yeah, nails or... A Vica in in espresso house, or
1: uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to a, re- a Vietnamese restaurant once, and you know because we were trying out stuff, we tried Vietnamese coffee, and mm. I'm not a coffee fan, but that coffee, oh my god, yeah. it's so so. You should definitely try it. It's Is so good. With
2: condensed milk. Yes. Yeah. Oh mm. yeah. Um, what's the name? Cafe Suada, I think. Yes, yeah. I think so, yeah.
1: but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's delicious. It's <laughs> so good. Oh my God. I, I actually <laughs>
2: have a recipe on my blog because I tried it check once. It <laughs> check it out. Check it out, listeners. Check it out. Yeah, no, it's so good. And th- there's so much sugar inside that you, you know why it's good. <laughs> yeah, mm.
1: definitely. Uh, but you mentioned, of course, fresh uh, produce. So considering Danish climate, situation is it difficult cooking with fresh produce and do you do it like most
2: of the time well i heard a lot of uh criticism about the fact that you know vegetables are not good in Denmark because they're Mm. not fresh and they're imported and i get it like (laughs) you don't expect an amazing tomato if there's no sun in the country exactly um so Whenever you go to a country, try to cook with, like, the local fresh products because they're going to be the best products. Yeah. And, like, here beetroot is so tasty. Like, yeah. I cannot stress how underrated beetroot is. Uh, and here it's delicious. Um, then any sorts of cabbages. I'm a cabbage yeah. fan. I'm not yeah. ashamed to say it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, the cabbage here is amazing. All those really earthy and those rooty, like, those roots, vegetables... Uh they're delicious here and again the herbs are incredible. Yeah. Incredible. The bread? The rye bread. I mean can, yeah. Can we talk right, about really? right <laughs> Talking about rye bread? Uh amazing. In France rye bread is is bitter. And I thought that mm. rye bread was a bitter bread until I arrived mm. to Denmark and I was like, Oh wait, nope, it is not France. <laughs> no. Um so yeah, those products are really good. Uh
1: Strawberries as well. Strawberries oh, yeah, is yeah. my favorite food ever, and in Denmark,
2: they're getting into season. Yes, yeah. mm. they are. Mm. I'm
1: very excited.
2: Mm. Oh, and yeah. elderflower too. Yes, getting into mm. season and oh, elderflowers. Yeah, any berries actually in uh, in Denmark. Yeah. yeah. I uh, during the summer last summer I used to pick up uh, so many blackberries and um, there's like the trash island. The tr- <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, you don't know what I'm talking what? about. What the trash island? Um whatever (laughs) the trash (laughs) island Uh, (laughs) look it up (laughs) wait i'll I'll find it there was like it's a little peninsula you can bike there it's 20 minutes away uh stige okay yeah no have Mm. you never heard about
0: i haven't actually
2: okay so i can can repeat myself if you want no No, it's okay okay. (laughs) it's okay
0: okay
1: what did i want to ask oh yeah so you mentioned that you are a cabbage lover which I would say is kind of an unpopular opinion about food. Do you have any other unpopular opinions about food, or in general?
2: <laughs> unpopular opinions about food. Um, I I don't know if they're unpopular, but like I try, you know, in my in my cookbook, I have only vegetarian recipes mm-hmm. because I try to, you know, put health and you know environmental impact yeah. in my cooking mm-hmm. because eating is something that we do you know way three times a day yeah and it's you part of can't our live lifestyle. It without it <laughs> you can't live without it so might as well do it the correct way Yeah. so yeah. i guess my popular opinion for a foodie would be to you know stop eating meats mm. mm-hmm. so um, is that why
1: you uh, are a vegetarian now for yeah, environmental reasons yeah or? for environmental okay. reasons yeah.
2: you know i i don't miss meat mm. i've been vegetarian for eight years now oh yeah okay. like yeah. i was vegetarian because before it was like a trend of being you know, yes yes uh, be- before it was because of my health mm. and now it's for environmental reasons um but i think that anyone can cut down on meat and it doesn't mean meaning like becoming like full vegetarian yeah. not eating any meat in your life but if you eat less meat then it's you know it's, it's still an impact. It's still, an impact it's still an impact for sure mm. That's something that I try to present in uh, in all of my recipes. Yeah. When they're vegan, I specify it. A lot of them are vegan, and when it's vegetarian, I also specify That's it. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about you, Navina? Do you have any unpopular
0: food food? Uh, unpopular food opinions. Hmm. Let me think. Actually, like it's not an unpopular opinion, but like something like I'm generally I'm a very picky eater. Mm. Hmm. So I'm not really that big of a fan of vegetables okay to be honest honestly like all of my friends and family they say i have like the palate of a child Mm. to be honest because there's a lot of food i don't like Mm. like a lot of like texture wise yeah i would say Mm. so that's probably like not an opinion but like just just a fun fact about me i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's pretty nice
2: how about you Mm -hmm.
1: my unpopular opinion i hate starbucks
2: you hate Starbucks I
1: hate it so Um, much it's I think it's just so overrated there's so many other like small coffee shops that make exactly the same coffees as they do and then they like put a price like 20 euros for an iced latte
0: like come on I can make that at home (laughs) yeah I mean Starbucks is very like it's a brand where you pay mostly for the name yes I used
2: to love Starbucks (laughs) uh like I don't know Five years ago, mm. uh, it was a big, tr- mm. big
1: trend. You know, getting your name on the yes, coffee cup it and amazing. stuff. So
2: you felt so special, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you were calling your name and not even writing it correctly <laughs> on the cup. But, but then I, I studied business and marketing mm. and <laughs> realized I was all a scam. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like as I said, the coffee is disgusting in France. So Starbucks <laughs> coffee was actually good coffee. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here in Denmark, it's the same price it's like a local coffee that you can have like fresh you know grind coffee so yeah starbucks doesn't make the cut here in denmark in the states it's cheap so why not yeah Yeah. true but here it doesn't it doesn't really make sense no
1: not at all
2: oh i do have one an unpopular opinion oh
1: spill the tea sister
2: it's always not good nutella, oh, nutella is not i agree awesome. with you i agree, you agree? with you 100 thank you <laughs> oh my god
1: why don't you like nutella
0: <laughs> it's so overrated honestly. it's
2: very overrated it's so sweet it's so it's very if i had to put a sound on it, it would be like <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah mm. i i've never liked nutella mm. it's so bad oh my and, god yeah people oh. need to uh Change uh, the love yeah. for the top for never spread. Is okay. Do you spread? have any
1: chocolate spreads that you like? Both you and Navina. No? Chocolate spreads. Yeah, any chocolate like? It's it's very specific. Is, yeah. Like well, ha- ha- hazelnut spread. What like something that's like Nutella but not Nutella.
2: Hazelnut butter. Okay. No, no, never tried
1: like, that. I have never heard it's of it's
2: that. It's <laughs> like, like after peanut butter, there's all those others. Yeah, yeah. uh, butters. Yeah. Okay. And there's a. Uh, hazelnut butter, almond butter, yeah. they so much better than Nutella. I would assume um,
1: it, it's actually healthier than Nutella.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Plus, Nutella uses so much palm oil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also super bad for the environment. Yeah. I remember one French advertising where they were actually building a case for palm oil and how it was oh, good, okay. actually. But no, it's terrible. It's, mm. it's bad for your health, bad for the environment. Bad for everything. Bad yeah. for everything. It doesn't even taste that good. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah okay what about you novena do you have any supplements for nutella
0: for nutella actually i'm more of a jam person mm. a jam okay yeah. okay there's this is like um so my background is tamil mm-hmm. and from my country there's this like mango jam Ooh, which is really good uh, mango love mango yeah
2: yeah mm. that seems amazing
0: yeah that's, pretty good. that's what's missing in denmark because like they don't really grow them here so it's but mostly in the summer
1: yeah but they wouldn't uh, even be able to grow here right no they wouldn't yeah so but mangoes. goes no yeah have you ever well you probably haven't tried nutella with ham
2: no what yeah or or (laughs) nutella with
1: butter i don't like it but one of my friends she tried it and i'm just no it does not sound good to me at all
2: not at all just those weird food combinations.
1: Some yeah. some food combinations they're like weird, but kind of like it. No, this is just this is just plain weird. It's just weird.
2: Yeah. No, I would <laughs> not try that one, <laughs> even if I wasn't vegetarian. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay. But speaking from experience, as a person who likes to eat food, but I don't like to cook. Um. What would you say to me or to anyone who's like me about starting to cook or uh, learning how to enjoy cooking? Any advice?
2: Um, any advice? Uh, I guess my best advice would be not to be afraid to screw up, you know? If you put a little bit too much salt at one time, it's yeah. it's fine. <laughs> if it's a bit bland, it's it's also fine. You can always save a dish. Uh, but then if you don't like to cook, if you feel like it's a waste of time, which, like, I, I totally understand. We all like or dislike yeah, things. for sure. Then just try to find your the recipes that you like and that are super quick to do Mm. you know you can do like an amazing pasta dish in you know 15 minutes yeah uh put all your pasta you know those one pot pasta recipes like they could be amazing yeah definitely uh, it doesn't take a lot of time so you just need to pinpoint what you like Mm. uh to eat what you what is not too inconvenient to cook yeah And just surround yourself with those ingredients so that you can always make them at home uh, easily.
1: And do you have any... Because this is a Humans of SDU podcast, SDU, you know, mostly students. Do you have any go-to recipes that students can make?
2: A rice bowl. You know, I make rice bowls all the time at home. (laughs) Because, like, I'm also sometimes tired of cooking, you know? When I'm cooking for the food blog and recipe developing. Mm. Sometimes I just want a quick meal. And I just, you know, put my rice in a pot and then with whatever toppings I have in the fridge, when I open yeah. the fridge, I just add it on my rice bowl and it's cheap, it's easy and you can it's like quick. personalize it. Yeah, That's yeah. true. So rice bowls. Yeah.
1: And have you ever actually, or how many times have you bought like already made food like from Netto or something? Have you eaten that?
2: Never. Never? Yeah. Never. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, there's... I don't like processed food. Um, yeah. And the, I guess the only times where maybe I had it was when I was invited to someone's place. Yeah. And, uh, mm. There was a... Or like at a social event where mm. we were seeing some people. But like for myself, I would never buy processed yeah. food. But yeah. it's because also I enjoy the process of cooking. So like... Mm. That's true.
1: While, that's why I was asking. Yeah. Because I was like, mm, what are the chances? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> no. Yeah, it makes it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have any favorite recipes that you've come up with or made that maybe aren't yours so far both desserts um, and you know other type of yeah. food
2: well probably okay so when i wanted to launch the grand feast i was wondering, which is you know, the name
1: of his food blog by the way <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was wondering which recipe would be the first one mm. i wanted you know to make it special mm. so like i worked a lot on this recipe i did and uh, maybe like six, seven attempts adjusting all all the time, like the proportions. But my banana bread recipe is, I believe, one of the best banana bread recipes out there. And I love it. It's it's amazing. It's so easy to make. It's
1: banana bread. It tastes amazing. Yes, Yes. Yes. of course.
2: There's no... That's that's a statement that I did without making without putting any chocolate inside mm. because I wanted to you know for banana to be the star of yeah. the banana bread. Mm, but there's yeah. no chocolate, but if you want to add chocolate to make you it can. even better to yeah. yeah. your okay. taste. I got a lot of criticism for not putting chocolate, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's banana bread. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my banana bread recipe.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. And well I was watching it, but you recently did a live stream yeah. for internationals in Onse. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
2: Yeah, so that was actually a bit fun because I, how did it happen? I had a friend that was interning for them doing their social media and they do every once in a while a one week takeover from an international in Unse. And so they take their account and then just post whatever they want. And so when I learned about that, I wanted to do it. So I asked my friends. So then I did it and that's when international community in swissada had a food blog and they, they contacted me because they were doing all those online events because it was for lockdown and it yeah. was winter mm. and, you know so i did a cooking class there and what did we do we did some tacos and it went super well and mm. they contacted me again recently to do this time it was like a Danish spring cocktail party. Okay. Menu. Mm-hmm. So there was like a gin, fizz, elderflower cocktail. Mm, that sounds really tips. good, actually. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, I recommend the recipe. Uh, and you it can went find really it on the
1: Grand great. Feast Instagram.
2: <laughs> and on International Community. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it went great. I love doing it. So, you know, I love sharing uh, the knowledge that I gained when I was trying to become a better cook you know yeah. now i feel like it's my my turn to give yeah so uh, doing this was so much fun and i'd do it anytime
1: so what is in store for the future of the grand feast
2: what is in store for the future i ugh, do not have an answer to this question <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like i want to continue like i i don't want to stop doing the grand mm. feast but right now you know i'm unemployed so i have a lot of time on my hand to do mm. it yeah. Uh, but eventually I'll <laughs> start working. You know, and yeah. I need to. So I'll start working, and I'll have less time. So I think I'll continue posting recipes. I might stop videos just mm, because yeah. doing the videos takes so much time. Like you need Definitely. to mm. record the video and then edit the video, and then it takes seventy percent of my time in the Grand Feast. Uh, so I think I'll continue doing the recipes, uh, without the videos, and yeah, see where it takes me.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, actually, now that you mentioned that you want to cut back on how much time you spend on the blog when you start working, would you ever consider if you got the opportunity to do something related to food full time, maybe?
2: Oh, absolutely. I want to, my dream job is becoming, uh, well, working in a marketing agency that takes care of a marketing for food brands or restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to become a cook, uh. I I love the idea of cooking at home, mm-hmm. but making it a, a, you know, a full-time job is never, was never something that I, I aspired to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd like to use my knowledge in food and put it in, you know, the degrees that I have now in marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'd love to work in, at least the food industry. Yes.
1: Okay. okay, well there you have it. Any marketing agencies out there, please <laughs> hire Victor. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, Okay, well, now I'm going to ask you a question that we ask all of our guests. Very exciting. Uh, It is actually, if you can share a life hack with us, whether on a daily basis or just in general that you use.
2: My hack is to freeze your food. Don't be afraid to freeze your food. We all have a freezer and most of the time you know some you know you forget about the banana that's in your jar and it goes bad freeze it yeah mm. freeze it and then you can blend it later for a smoothie same with a bread freeze it and then you can toast it whenever you want it you know i, I try to make cooking super accessible mm. for anyone so like freezing is the best hack that i have in the kitchen just Food, freeze it yeah i had some leftover sauce last time i didn't want to eat again the same sauce yeah, I froze mm-hmm. it. Free- freeze, it. It. yeah. freeze it freeze <laughs> it
0: this is this is especially good for students i feel absolutely yeah, yeah. definitely absolutely.
1: okay well thank you victor so
0: much for joining yes, us thank you
2: so thank much you for having me was so yes. much fun.
0: thank you for listening to this week's episode this episode is recorded under merit student media Make sure to also check out our social media and website and tune in next week to a new episode of Humans of